Hello my friends, welcome to the We Are TGF podcast. Thank you so much for joining us. I hope you're keeping safe and well, and don't forget to follow us so you know when we upload next. Hello there my friends, welcome back to episode 3 of the We Are TGF podcast. We are back, we are live. Well... It won't be live when you're listening to it, but it's live for us, and we have got yet another guest. So, last week we had Jammy, and the week before that it was just me and my lovely lady. Hello. And now we have got the legend himself, Thither Leech. Hello, Thither. Hi, y'all. How's it going, everyone? (laughs) <laughs> like I couldn't see that coming a mile away <laughs> it wouldn't have been him if he didn't do it exactly how are we all doing this fine Wednesday afternoon I'm feeling blessed oh that's good man now for those of you that don't know Fiddleach has just finished his 24 hour stream and it was a really good one well done that takes a lot of endurance so yeah the stamina this man has is unbelievable and i wanted to give you a big congratulations over the podcast to say congratulations for becoming a dad for the third time my friend thank you thank you thank you your missus is an absolute fucking hero for squeezing out three kids as well. I just wanted to squeezing say that. Squeezing out? Squeezing out, yeah. Squeezing out. Okay. Well, it's not yeah. like she, they just go and plop out, do they? Small hole, big baby. It's, it's, a, it's a squeeze. <laughs> she is an absolute legend. <coughs> she is yeah. a legend. She's she really is. She's and she supports you throughout <laughs> you doing all your streams and stuff like that. I think she's amazing. Yeah, she is. Big shout out to Wifey Leech. Woo-hoo! Yeah, exactly right. <coughs> Pardon me, I've just got to get that phlegm up off my throat. <coughs> now, let's crack on. Of course, this is the We RTGF we podcast. We do this every Wednesday and hopefully get it out on the same day. That's what she said. But sometimes it might be a Thursday. It just depends on how quickly I can edit everything and get it uploaded. So hopefully you will see this later on today with today being Wednesday. But if not, it will be on the Thursday, guaranteed every single week. Now, if you've got any questions, any feedback, or you've just got a story that you wish that we would all talk about, then by all means, get in touch at wertgf at gmail.com. That's it. All one word, wertgf at gmail.com. And that way you can reach out to us and get in touch if there's anything that you want to ask us, anything that you want to say, or even if you just want to have a rant. If you actually give us a decent question, we might feature it on next week's episode. So it's up to you whether you want to ask us anything personally or just want us to cover any of the topics. You're going to get so excited the day somebody emails you on that. That's not spam. We've had a couple of emails already, but that's just been to say well well done we really enjoy it so oh, that would have been nice to get told can i have a question yeah go for it when is fiddle going to do another 24 hour stream 
Yeah, when are you going to do Sorry. another 24 hour stream? I said that twice, Ian. She didn't look happy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> hopefully soon. Hopefully soon. Yeah, that must have been a really good statistical bomb for you. Yes. And I went on Twitch this morning to find out that 385 people have watched my VOD. Yes, mate. Nine o'clock this morning. Oh, yes. Well done. That is really, really good, pal. Proud of you, bro. So the viewership on that and the support I had on that 24-hour stream was amazing. That's because you've got an amazing community. Well, yeah. I am part of an amazing community, and that community is yeah, the TGF, guys. Oh, thank you. We try and TGF. do our best, but this is why we want to champion people like you, people who we believe put out really good content on a daily basis or very regularly that we think deserve some more recognition we're not here for ourselves i know that sounds like a bit yeah, of a cliche i am all here for me <laughs> <laughs> but this is the whole point we wanted to set up this as a brand to get people to come together and share experiences with each other even put us onto games that we never knew existed that kind of thing and yeah it would end up becoming something a lot more than we thought it'd be didn't it and it's oh, still yes. growing now it, it makes me super proud anyway let's crack on with today's questions let's go with the gaming honeymoon to be precise now we all know that my gaming honeymoon was back when i was basically the age that sarah is maybe a little bit younger yours wasn't as recent yours was like late teenage years wasn't it yeah it was around tdu blur yeah so what about you nick what was the very first experience you had with gaming and what made you come back after it good question um i think mine has to be watching my older brother play oh, no. super mario on the nest uh, the original when, the original back when you used to have the cartridges and the d-pad and an a and b button yeah, no analog back when it was it's not loading <laughs> yes those are the days watching, just watching him plug it into a box tv with a av oh. adapter sitting yeah right up on the screen on the floor legs crossed trying to balance the power pack on top of the wire to make sure it didn't disconnect yes oh, oh the days. glory days of console <laughs> gaming glory days. and watching dr mario as well oh the yes theme tune. The, the theme tune was yes right yeah that's my earliest memory of gaming so what made you come back after that well, later on, same brother got a PlayStation 1, and he used to play Tony Hawk's all the time. And great game, was, great game. There was a game that he'd got, and this was back when you used to get dem uh, demos in magazines. PlayStation Yes, magazine. the official PlayStation yes. magazine. And he got this demo, and on this demo was a separate category for more demos, like indie games, as you'd call them now. Yeah. And there was this game called Rocks and Gems. 
Yes, it was basically the remake of Balderdash. Yes, and I fell in love with that game so much. I could never get past the first couple of levels, but I fell in love with that game. And just for a bit of context, what age were you when this was happening? Five. Legendary. It's about the same age as me. And yes, I used to play Balderdash and Rocks and Gems as well. Uh, if you stayed underneath the boulder for too long after you collected the sand from underneath it, it Gravity would crush you. Would yes. Yeah, it was a nice little physics lesson, wasn't it? Mm. <laughs> the logics of the rock on the gem. Yeah. It makes sense, but if you were under there too long, yeah. game over. Exactly, and it was a lot of fun trying to, s to just sit there thinking, if I go that way now, I will be blocked and I won't be able to get back out. Yeah, exactly. Yes, so, you know what? I love that game as well. So, yeah, I'm with you right there. I still have it. <laughs> Do you? you on what? I, just, on I, need, I just need a PlayStation 1. Oh, I've got four PlayStation 1s upstairs. I have the disc in my drawer for safekeeping and I did say to the missus one day if I ever manage to get my hands on a PlayStation 1 I will be playing it. <laughs> well, I've got four upstairs. I'll have to see if they still work because they've been collecting dust for I well over 10 years. Yeah. <laughs> I have never seen them. Yeah, because they're in the box. And are I we have talking been with about you the nine old years, school so. PlayStation, the yeah. grey block, or are we yeah. talking about the PlayStation 1 Slim? Now, for full disclosure, from what I'm about to say, I do not condone nor promote what I have done with one of them. Naughty. Chipped yes, it. I chipped it. <laughs> he knew exactly what you were going to say. <laughs> but yeah. I do not condone that whatsoever. You shouldn't do it because no, no, it. in total I have chipped two and it completely wrecked the first one. So, yeah, it, you shouldn't do it. It's intellectual property that belongs to Sony and I have not done it since. So, yeah, it is what it is. But it is I'll have to check to see if they still work. I do know one thing now, I've only got official games, and I've only ever bought official games since the PlayStation 1. He's trying, he's trying to get worm himself out of this. I'm a good boy now! <laughs> okay, what's next? Right, next, this is the one that me and Pixie have been having a chat. Off podcast, off the recording, we've been having a chat regarding you, Nick. Because okay. we've been placing bets about what your favourite franchise is going to be and why now I personally believe it's got to be Assassin's Creed but Pixie believes that it's got to be the Ezio collection of Assassin's Creed in particular not Assassin's Creed like I think no, as a complete I whole his favourite has got to be Black Flag well, there you go, but... Okay, so you got the franchise correct. My favourite franchise is Assassin's Creed. See, told you. <laughs> You're both correct. You are both correct in that one. My franchise is Assassin's Creed all the way. I think I your favourite Assassin's Creed is Black Flag, but I don't think your favourite game is Assassin's Creed. Well, we'll see, because that's the next question. So let, let him tell us why Assassin's Creed is his favourite. So I 
started playing Assassin's Creed from Brotherhood was my first one. Great game and again. I don't know. You know when you pick up a controller and you put a game and you're like, eh, this game might be alright. But from yeah. the get-go, although I started the second game into the Ezio trilogy, as soon as I picked up the control, started the game, I just fell in love with it completely. Now, this was in my younger days when I wanted to do parkour. So it kind of related to me in a way where instead of going outside running on rooftops, I can do it in a game. You get to... The missions are so in-depth. Like, the characters, they're all have a, they all have a purpose, should I say, in the way the game is going on. And let's not forget, this is back in the day when it was factually accurate. Exactly. Yeah. So it was like you were playing through a history lesson as well as playing through an enjoyable game. Yeah. Now, yeah. I know you touched upon it, Nick, and I cannot not mention it because it's a bit of me. It's You're into parkour, yeah. Oh, yes. Now, I was into it before it was ever called parkour <laughs> or before anyone had even really heard of parkour. Free running when you were doing it. I was doing it and yes, it, for me it wasn't doing the spins, the tricks, the stuff like that. It, it was, was doing the climbing. It was doing the climbing, doing the steps, doing the jumps and the gaps. And the more dangerous the better. And obviously I did injure myself. I broke my ankle a couple of times. Uh, one time <gasps> my leg went through a skylight because I overextended my jump okay. and that broke my ankle <laughs> and yeah this was back when it was called being a little shit yes did you ever okay. actually go out and do parkour so in my younger years I used to live on an, a, like a tiny estate where there was some um, tower blocks like three, like three floors worth of houses and yeah. I used to hang from the balconies that were like two stories high. Now this was like when I was about eight, nine years old. <laughs> I bet your mum loved you. She didn't know. It was back <gasps> when when the she lights turn well. on, you go home. Yes. Yes. Those were the days. So if you went out, your mum knew you were safe. Unless you come home crying about something or you were injured. Yeah. And but yeah, it was the running around constantly, jumping up onto things, climbing trees, railings, just being an absolute daredevil. So when Assassin's Creed come out, it's just you, Werner? Yeah. Well, I didn't actually get it when it first came out. So what made you actually get it then? So I, I went into, um, I believe I got it from Argos. <laughs> And Back when Argos was a thing. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. no, Argos is still a thing. Yeah, but I think it's all online sale. now. Yeah. It was on sale. So I was like, well, I might. I need games that I want to play. So let's buy this. Bearing in mind, I was early teens at the time. So money wasn't an income for me. So you would save your money. And so I bought that. And I literally fell in love with the game so much. Because of the way the game comes across. And it... It was just crazy how like involved I was in the franchise from 
brotherhood yeah so you could you felt like you could relate yeah. to the movement mechanics yeah until you get up to the top of somewhere where you want to be and then you press a button and he wants to jump away from the building <laughs> which happened to me on stream and my oldest child turned around to me and was like daddy you're going to fall and hurt yourself <laughs> and I did it and then one of the legendary TGF members called me out on it and said he did tell you <laughs> good boy yeah he knows that's what okay, it is so your favourite franchise is Assassin's Creed but what is your favourite game hang on before we move on to that can I just say um, I am not endorsed by them I am not sponsored by them in any way but regarding parkour did you know the Stora Boys are making a game right now I did not no. Now, for those of you out there who are listening to me saying Stora and thinking... Stora Army! Who are they? They are a group of young lads like me and Leech were who go out and they train. They go all over the world. They've been in a couple of films as well as stunt doubles doing parkour. And check them out on YouTube it's Stora, S-T-O-R-R-O-R. -R -R. They are a great bunch of lads and they do parkour all the time. And they will champion people who also do parkour and they are currently making a game. So yeah, that's going to be released very, very soon in the next year or two. And I'm really looking forward to how that works out because I think it could be really epic. What do you think, Leech? I reckon it will. Some of you play? Oh yeah, as long as it gets uh, released on Xbox. <laughs> I think it's going all platforms. That's fine. I will be getting it. Yeah, I would definitely try that. Anyway, we having a competition with you. Oh yes, I'm up for that, mate. I am definitely <laughs> Let's up hope for that. It will be multiplayer across platform because uh, if yeah. that if that happens, I want a duo stream going on. Oh, yes. definitely. Oh yes, yes, mum. Now, of course, while we're talking about the streams, all of Leech's information is going to be in the description of this podcast. Now, unfortunately, what I found out last time is you can't put active links within the actual description. But what you can do is if you're on PC, you can copy and paste the text, put it into your top bar and then hit enter you will get there eventually or you will just get all the information that you need you should know you're an intelligent bunch of people out there i think you already know how to do it but just letting you know for future reference all of his socials and stuff like that are going to be in the description alongside our tgf discord and the fiddle each discord so go and give him a join if you are so inclined now as we were getting to favorite game isn't it yes it's a hard one that's what she and said I, I know <laughs> everyone says it's a hard one to try and pick what game yeah it really is is the game for you and i've played way too many games in my gaming career exactly because there's so many it's hard just to pick one and you do get them moments where it's like, this is the game for me, oh my gosh. Yep. And then another one comes along, so it's like, ooh. It has to be another Assassin's Creed. It has to be Assassin's Creed, without a doubt. I didn't think it would be. You are going to be the first person on this podcast that's actually chosen a game from his favourite franchise 
as his favourite game as well. No, I said I didn't think it would be Assassin's Creed. I yeah, I exactly. do like. But he is the first person to do that. Yeah, yeah. I do like other games, but I feel if we're going by multiplayer basis or we're going by single player campaign, single player campaign trumps for me. Like you can have brilliant multiplayer games. But I feel like single player is the game to go by because if you can't get interactive with the story, then it's not your favourite game, basically. And yeah, it draws you in. To, yeah, it has to be either Brotherhood or Black Flag, and it's gonna kill me to pick out of these two. You got to. He made me choose. I, I. <laughs> it has to be Black Flag more than anything. Shiver me timbers, I never saw that coming. <laughs> i tell you why, although Black Flag and Brotherhood are so alike in mechanics and gameplay. Is it the ships? It is the sea shanties. Now, All when the sea shanties, it, yeah. That's yeah. what got it over, because I had this guy that used to work with me. He was also another Assassin's Creed nut. And when the game first came out, we would always send each other sea shanty links <laughs> on YouTube to each other what are you doing and every year without a fail something pops up on Facebook with sea shanties and it's the same post that's generic every year and he always tags me in it <laughs> he seems like a good friend to me he is and <laughs> legit that's every year since Black Flag has been out that That's I a get long tagged time. in the same link and it's amazing because Black Flag came out what over five years ago it came out 360 I believe yeah I it was be, 360 360 in the PS3 yeah yes so this is like before 2012 so you were yeah. nearly a decade later and I'm still getting a yearly <laughs> I like your friend. Shanty, you <laughs> I know? like him. And it's that's the story behind why it's my favourite game is because although it's a single player game, people can relate to your experience and enjoy the same things. And that exactly is what gaming right, is yeah. all about. Yes. I agree with that completely. And you know what? It reminds me of Pixie because Every single time I think of Black Flag, I know it was a very controversial game in the series. There was a lot of people who looked at the the pirate ships of it and said, exactly. no, I, I, I don't like this. This isn't Assassin's Creed. And the, the other I, half I went, was, this is amazing. I was sort of like that because I did, as you know, I like my Assassin's Creed. But I, I don't like flying planes. I don't like sailing ships. If I have to drive, I don't particularly like to, as Dick knows, on zombies. Yes. Yes. I don't like vehicles. I don't like ships. But I did like Assassin's Creed Black Flag. I know that sounds backwards. And this is the thing: is I don't mind sailing the ships, but I do prefer the walking around climbing. Yes. But, but the way I... that they involved the ships into the game, like they done it with Assassin's Creed Three, and I hated it. But Black Flag to me, it worked. Yeah. I can I see where you're coming from. It's just it weren't my kind of thing. But do you know what I remember? I remember Pixie repeatedly saying to me, "I really like this game." I'm gonna sorry. I'm gonna put that on mute. I really like the game and everything, but the best bit about this game is the sea shanties. 
And that's what I remember Pixie saying. Yeah. Yeah. And there's so many of them. Yeah, exactly. So many of them as well. So yeah, I can understand exactly where you're coming from. Now then, next question, my friend. What is the game you have spent the most time on? The one single game you have the most not hours ranked up. Yeah, not a franchise, not your favourite game. Just the one game you've spent the longest amount of time on. <laughs> Interesting. Mm. What do you think mine is? Let's let's do a quick. I don't. Do you know what? I've seen you. Minecraft. Yeah, I've Minecraft. seen you. I was about to say. <laughs> on minecraft <laughs> a lot and knowing that you've spent so much time building cities and stuff like that i feel like that would be the most time consuming game that you've been playing so that would be my guess okay so i it is minecraft i got minecraft when it first came out on 360 and then in about 2012 I stopped playing Xbox online and I spent more offline gaming so with Minecraft you could do that so I spent a good couple of years just building random stuff basic build of me so that's pre coming back to Xbox and I've been back on Xbox now for over a year and a half I believe I think it, at the beginning of the lockdown I came back to Xbox multiplayer and I've still been playing it so Minecraft I think I've racked up a good year or so on time wise it wouldn't surprise me I've seen your world that you redundant and a few other people are doing it it is mental you need to go I know you're not particularly interested in Minecraft but you need to let him show you no I it's not that I don't like Minecraft and I'm not interested in it it's not that it's the fact that it becomes tedious for me oh it does it does the I fact struggle. that you've got to do it one by one when it comes to the blocks and stuff like that and you can't just copy and paste in creative <laughs> you can things like that just annoy See, me and yeah I just I look at other people do you know what it is for me when I see other people's creations and I see how great they are in my head I've got this natural reaction to turn around and go well mine's never going to be that good yeah you do put yourself but in a downer with things like that that's right? the same so as me when I start a Minecraft world I have all this like I want to build this I wanna build. I'm not that good at building I am not structurally good in like design work and whatnot on Minecraft so I just build a basic house a farm and that's basically all I do I don't do anything else but I'm trying to get out the rut for the past decade <laughs> and try and start working on these contraptions that everybody's been doing for years and it's giving me hope for the game of me getting back into like doing more creative stuff and working with other people on personal worlds or a realm as you would call it yeah um to actually build a massive like survival world for everyone you need to build a pixie house a pixie house pixie house with a toadstool in a tree 
I can put a mushroom in. Yeah. <laughs> I can build a mushroom tree. <laughs> That'll do. <laughs> so, yeah, no, okay. It is the game that I've spent quite a lot of time on. I had a feeling shopping. that would be yeah. the yeah. one game that you spent the longest time on. It tends to be quite a common response so far from what we've asked people. Yeah. A lot of people say, yeah, that's the one game I've spent a long time on. And I can understand why. Because just when you think you've mastered everything, they go and then update it again and say, here you go, here's a lot more things you can do. And this is why, in case you didn't know my friends, this is why Minecraft is the best selling game of all time across oh, all yeah. platforms. It has sold more copies than any other game. And there is a reason for that. It's not just all about blocks. There is a lot you can do in that game. Now, me personally, I like a story. I like something to... I like a narrative that I can get myself involved with. That's why I tend to go to Dragon Quest Builders instead of Minecraft. Now, I know that there's a story game for Minecraft now. Story mode, yeah. Yeah, but I, I just don't know whether I should give that a go at some point. We will, we will see. I attempted no. it and it's very story based there's a lot of if you like the talking games where it's constant talk 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 you do like you make something and then it's more talking if you like that then fair enough so but like an interactive story almost rather much. than a game with with a campaign yeah yeah exactly I've got to admit the best game story wise that I have played and a platinumed recently is Dead Space. Uh, not Dead Space. Days Gone. The story yeah. in that it started off really slowly and yeah there wasn't much to keep you hooked but if you just got two hours in all of a sudden you found yourself getting proper invested with the characters in the story and I just absolutely adored it. So that for me would be a perfect example of what kind of story that I would like. Yeah, well, you can you can veer off. You can do whatever you want for as long as you want before you carry on with the story. But the story is what makes the game. Next question. Right. <laughs> this is the one, I've got to admit, out of all the questions that I ask over these podcasts, this is the one question that always interests me the most. Now, we already know Pixie's views, we know Jamie's views, and we know mine. But I want to know yours. Okay. Who are your inspirations and who was it that you used to watch that made you think, yeah, I want to be a content creator. I want to be a streamer. It was me. He just didn't know about me yet. <laughs> I, I'm going to amaze you guys right now. Go on. Go on. I didn't really watch people. So what made you want to do it then? So, I, so, I didn't really watch YouTube videos and watch people playing games or whatnot. He's like, a weird if, one, isn't he? If I wanted to walk through, I just that's why we like him. <laughs> Sorry, Nick. But I didn't have a specific person to follow. If that makes sense. Yeah. Um. So, in that aspect, no one got me into streaming or. Well, you got yourself like, into streaming. Well, yeah. 
But like no one was like, hmm, maybe I should start doing this. I kind of just, lockdown happened and then Vapormore and Vaporsoul told me that they stream. So that like, games. Okay, let's give this a go. So I tried Mixer and it was a good run while it was still around. <laughs> I was on it for three months and I had accumulated 150 followers. That's alright. That's not bad at all, is it? I, I was rocking average views of three. But then Twitch came along because Mixer shut down and I was like, right, well, I'm actually getting into the whole routine of if I'm going to game, why not show people I'm gaming? So if people want to check it out, then they can, sort of thing. Yeah. Like, I. So, when I moved out, I didn't have any internet, so I couldn't watch any one play or stream or any of that. So it wasn't until I got come back to Xbox, I was like, right, well, I need to stop being such a tight ass and get brought back. So that kind of aspect of watching people never really came to me. So I missed out on quite a bit for the first couple of years of adult life of watching people on Switch. And then... I jumped on Twitch and I'm not going to lie, it was hard to start with, getting the follows and all of that. But then I've met some amazing people along the way. And this is why I carry on streaming. So technically, it was down to well, Soul and. Yeah. In respect yeah. to it, they're the reasons yeah. why I stream. They were the first people that you saw, like, yeah, I want to do that. Yeah. Well, I'm going to say thank you to them, because if it weren't for them, I wouldn't have met Nick. Exactly. It Which one in particular, Vapor? Both of them. Vapor Vap and Vapor More. Oh, right. <laughs> Vapor More is the one that I know more. Yeah. Than all, this time, more. all this time, I thought he changed his name. No. Oh, so, bless you. No, they're two different so, people. Oh. Oh, I met wow. them so, over 12 oh. to, between 12 and 15 years ago. Right, I've got to say something. Uh, Vapor Soul, if you are watching this, my friend, I am sorry. I thought that you were Vapor More. We were championing Vapor More not long ago on the TGF Discord. So, yeah. I'm going to say I am sorry. I didn't know you was two different people. I thought you were one. Yeah. <laughs> They're in a Vapor Glare or they was at least okay not a problem I do apologize vapor <laughs> don't take it personally my friend so now we know exactly what his inspirations were it's just it's putting a few questions in my head now what do you see as your inspiration now to keep on going because let's face it when you're streaming or uploading videos to YouTube or whatever when you're a content creator or an influencer you tend to be grinding a lot for that content so what is the thing that keeps you motivated right now again me that, <laughs> your my motivation not his so Mine's simple. Thank you, Mummy. My whole Twitch approach is to build a community. 
to help build communities, to help people like ourselves who were starting out to build their platform and their brand. That's my purpose. That's what I feel like I have to do when it comes to Twitch. Right. See, I would not have told that. So, my inspirations, as you know, were Apocalypse. But the thing that keeps me going now is the support that I get off Pixie. And I can see the TGF, like, blossoming into something that I never expected it to be. That now, I know that you're... Your streaming nights is Monday, Wednesday and Fridays, isn't it? So on the Tuesday and the Thursday, you're streaming. You're streaming. You're streaming. Yeah, you always do. You ask me every night. So I don't Even over the weekend, you ask me every single yeah. night. Are you streaming? Every single night. Even though you know my schedule is Monday, Wednesday, Friday, you ask me every single night. That's because I'm trying to get you to stream every single night. Because you enjoy doing it. I do enjoy doing it. So do it. Stop it. I don't. Yeah. No, he doesn't. Exactly. No, he doesn't. I used to do seven days a week. I used to get home from work, stream till about two in the morning. Yeah, but I'm not, bed, on, not on about doing work. it seven days a week. Do it for Monday, Monday to Friday then. But this is my point. It's got to be at some point a rest day because look at Relentless just recently. He was going every single day and he ended up burning himself out. I'm not saying go every single day. Because you end up streaming on Tuesdays anyway, because it's VR Tuesdays. So why say, that time, you won't, yeah. why say that you only stream Monday, Wednesday, when you still do... Anyway, move on. Well, he streams four days a week and then he edits his videos and uploads them onto YouTube. So that's classes, an editing day. So in yeah. theory, he does do five he days a week. every day. Yeah, well, but that's because he's passionate about that. So what would you expect me to do? Monday, Monday through till Friday, Friday yeah. uploading videos Monday through till Friday during the stream? Yeah. What would you think about that? If you feel comfortable doing that, I'd say go for it. Yeah, it's not what it's what I think you could do. It's what I think you could actually manage I'd need my weekend do. because I like having my yeah. weekend just to spend yeah. time with you two yeah. as well. But I'm just saying that I think if you, you can, are capable and capable enough of doing it Monday to Friday without wearing yourself out. If you can edit five lots of streams, upload however many vods clips while streaming, then I'll say go for it. Well, I will promise you all one thing. Anyone listening to this and you two right now, I will take it under advisement and I will see if it's something that is going to be feasible. Do not expect me not to keep going. Are you streaming? Are you streaming? It's, it's built into me now. Oh, you're okay. annoying as fuck anyway. I'm just on a normal day. So, yeah, I expect that. You're welcome. But <laughs> if I was you, I would. Okay. Mainly because there's people out there that may not be able to catch some of your streams. Fair enough. I've got. This isn't a question that is on the list, but would you ever encourage your babbies to do it? What to stream or to game? Well, to game, I wouldn't expect you to get them to stream yet. Yeah, Co content creator or something like no, that. No, just just to get into gaming. Would you encourage them? Yeah. It was just a, a random question. That yeah, they want to play Minecraft with me, but because they don't know how to play it, and I'm too like OCD about it, I kind of get frustrated. 
that they're running into the water trying to mine. And you take them out the water and then they go back. Then so why don't yeah. you do what we do? Let Sarah play it or let your babies play it. Oh, yeah, I I think when you're not about. I do. <laughs> I do. And then they'd like, Daddy, I need help. Daddy, I, I need help. Do you know what I think that is? Yeah. I think that's like Adam getting frustrated with me when I was playing it. Yeah. 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 Right, anyway. Yeah, now, sorry. It was just, I was curious. Sorry. And yeah, now, I would love to. It is the section. The section? The section. Oh. Have you got it on the brain or something? Hunky donk. <laughs> Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> anyway this is the just for fun section little questions that don't need that much explanation but we're going to ask them to everybody who comes onto the podcast anyway the first one is if there could be one single aspect of gaming across the board from any platform past, present, future, it doesn't matter, and that you could change, what would it be? Most people are going to expect me to say something completely different. But, in my opinion, I would tell every video game industry, don't overcomplicate it. Yeah, that happens too much. Make games fun again. Yes, I agree with this one. Because every year they're trying to best the other company and it's not about the game anymore, it's more about the bottom line. Now if you look back to a decade ago when you had Modern Warfare 2, that was a most played game. But at the same time you used to have Battlefield Bad Company 2, which was also highly popular and that was also a great game. And you would diverse onto both games like you wouldn't feel like i need to solely play cod or i need to play battlefield it was yeah i won't i didn't feel like i adapted to it exactly you don't feel pressured into going into one because they're saying oh yeah it's set in the future you can do this and do that or you can do this and it's a 120 people lobby and no Make fame gun uh uh there. Make fame <laughs> wait make, make fame gaming. <laughs> make make fame fun. good again. <laughs> make games fun again. Yes. yes. You want people to enjoy the game, create memories, build friendships, and that is what gaming is about. When you play a game and you meet a random, you start talking, next thing you know, you're talking three, five days a week, playing ge- the same game or other games with them every week and next thing you know 20 years down the line they might be your best man at your wedding you might be at being a godfather at their child's christening or whatnot you know that we is are, what made gaming we are quite like hardwired to agree with that statement because we met gaming exactly and we are now a happy family because of that gaming so yeah I completely agree. That's the whole point of me trying to build this TGF community is because bringing everyone together through just the love of games, not because oh you're trash at that. I'm not. I'm not going to be a friend with you. Oh you're brilliant. I, I want to be your friend. Yeah. It's not like that. It was just a case of I think you're a really funny guy. I like playing with you. I'm going to send you a friend request. Do you mind? No, go for it. Nice one. And then you end up developing that friendship but i i agree it's 
it's the actual developers. They're all about the money now. They're not about the games anymore. That's because most of the games are now under the Activision or the Electronic Arts umbrella. That's it. And I do not think that that is good for the gaming I community and there's, at all. There's also the younger generation of gamers coming into it now. Yes. So you've got two different, com two completely different markets to cater for. Where you got to try and that bring younger them generation now? They're they're not going to get that experience that we had. Exactly. No. And they've lost out on that because it was a brilliant experience. Well, I mentioned it on stream, I think, yesterday. I know times have to change and you have to evolve with the times. No, they don't. But <laughs> <laughs> that's personally what I feel should be. Should be more about the gamers and less about the Do you know what I companies. think it is? And you could disagree with me by all means. I disagree. <laughs> Hear me out first. All right. Sorry. Dickhead. <laughs> <laughs> what I think it is, genuinely, is because way back when we were growing up with games, it was detrimental. If people would develop a game and then put it out and it would be broken, that game's going to die quickly. Because yeah. there was no online no updates. Yeah. yeah, You couldn't patch it. So now, in the interest of getting as much content out as possible, because we're a, we've got a new content hungry generation up and coming you've got to push out as much content as you possibly can for them to be sated or satisfied and every single time that that happens they're pushing out loads of content that they've not tested they don't know if it works because they know well it's all right we can always do it again if need be we can push an update out and I think that is the problem. QA testers are no longer a massive part of developing a game unless it's a one-player game. And where it's got a massive online community, I think that is detrimental to the way that games are being produced. And that is why we're seeing a massive shift compared to what it used to be like when we were gaming compared to what it is now. Yeah. But going back to that, when we used to game back in the day, it was for a limited time because we would also go out yeah. and socialise. Whereas now, gaming is that thing where people spend 12, 16... Gaming is the socialisation. Is any hours possible that they can on a screen. Yeah. So... They haven't particularly got the parents to go, turn that shit off and fuck off out. Yeah. Yeah. But that's where I try and go out with Sarah. I, I, I've always tried to make it a point of yeah, but go out, do something. You've got something. that generation that's between us and our kids that is, like Thither said, constantly yeah. on the games. Yeah. Because yeah. they're, they're not wanting to... at an Xbox, they're looking at a TV screen or their iPad or their... They're very technology involved. Yeah. So if they're not playing on yeah. a console, they're playing on a tablet or whatnot. Or they're walking outside attached to their phone. You know what I can tell? I can tell over the microphone when I am playing with a people from that generation. Now you can tell me whether you agree with me or not. But in my personal experience, I can be playing games like Call of Duty or Apex. And in between matches, 
you'll start a match and you will hear it come over the mic where someone's got yeah, Instagram or TikTok open on their phone and they're watching it with the volume up loud and as soon as the match starts and you start to dive in or as soon as all the players start to move it will stop and then you'll hear the click of them putting it back down on the table something's always got to be happening so summer is always like as soon as one match finishes while it loads i'm going to watch tiktok and they're that hungry for the content yeah. that their minds can't even have a little break off it yeah. or literally one and a half two minutes in between the match it's got to be entertained and i think that is why it turns out the way it is would you agree with that yeah yeah anyway now this next question is simply a just a simple statement that you can answer in any way you want what bugs you i've got to be very PC about this me um <laughs> no you bug me darling you oh, bug me oh, okay. in a good way obviously people in a good way okay. i won't be um, with her otherwise <laughs> mine has to be hackers why what do you achieve exactly apart from getting banned and annoying everyone and doing else it all over again i agree there's, there's going to be a time where it will be isolated again where pc players won't be able to join multi cross-platform or whatever yeah they're going to stop it because it's just since that's happened there's been more and more hackers that i've seen since playing warzone. console yeah since warzone i called I believe, it though i believe warzone was the first integration of crossplay completely but from what I know of, yeah. From the year or two that Warzone has been out, they've only banned a quarter of a million people. No, it's been it's up to five hundred and fifty thousand yeah. now uh, worldwide. Now it's half a mil, right? Mm -hmm. That's in two years. Still not a lot. No, not especially when you they, the they've already hit one hundred million players. Yeah, that's the same people getting banned over and over again. Yeah. Because once they get banned, they're keeping an eye on that IP address rather than going to check out all the others. Yeah. It's going to ruin the gaming industry. I and think some could argue it's already started ruining yeah. the gaming industry. Oh, yeah, it already has, but I mean, it could ruin it Apex. completely. I don't, I don't go on Apex To the point because of the where hacks. games might not last as long because the low budget games which you can do cross play. Hackers are coming in, but they might not be able to afford battling that, which then in turn ruins that game and ruins the company. And they might have a big project that might be the thing that saves them, but they've had to shut their company down before they could even release it. Yeah, precisely. And this is and why I think single player games are going to come back. Yeah, they already said single players are coming back. Oh, it's um, because of that. Yeah, but there is rumor. I don't know if you guys already know this or not. But the next Assassin's Creed might be multiplayer. Uh, come again now? What? No? Yeah. What? No? 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 no. Co-op, maybe. Yeah, there's been a co-op one before. Assassin's Creed Infinity. I believe it's meant to be multiplayer. I don't know how they're going to do it. But the, uh, the responses on it are varied. A lot of people that. nowadays are just saying make Assassin's Creed what it was, like yeah. pre. I don't know. Yeah, stop overcomplicating it. Yeah, they want 
they want basic. They want go to go back to basic. I don't think Which so. goes back to exactly what you were saying earlier on in this podcast. Just simplistic things are normally better. Yeah. yeah. Keep it simple. Less is more. You think action movies in the eighties, the CGI was shit, but you know when Arnie was going to do a die from an explosion. Whereas nowadays, one explosion, eh, that's nothing. Yeah. yeah. You know, things are only getting they look good but they're not as good as what they was back in the day and that is why older generation gamers are the worst critics ever because we have known it from day one to now and we're like yeah no mate we were there at the yeah we saw the insurgence of gaming into the mainstream and (coughs) when we've seen what it become right now that's why it makes us cringe so much seeing what it's become now is heartbreaking it is so, next, what is your funniest or the best moment that you can remember in game? Um, playing Halo Reach back in the day, custom games, and just having a laugh. Never like, played there's Halo. No, there's no specific no, game. Never have I. I used to play it with Vapor Soul, Vapor More. There was a group of us. Yeah, there's including two different my people, other just brother, so you know. Ha-ha. Including my other brother, who doesn't game anymore. Um, we used Disown to spend, him. Yeah. <laughs> we used to spend a lot of time on Halo back in the day, just having a lot... Proper gaming. Having a joke, having a laugh. And just having enjoying Having that the squad. Game. Having yeah. a squad that you can trust on just to give you a giggle. Like it wasn't multiplayer, it was literally just us battling each other, driving around, doing what you do on Halo Reach, custom games. And it was just a laugh. Do you know what I used to love? <coughs> Going on a land network and Lamparties. Yeah, Lamparties yeah. and going on games like Doom or going on the N sixty four version of Goldeneye and just hearing from usually in the same room, just you killing someone and going, you fucker, <laughs> something like that, and you, it was yeah. just such a funny response, and it was like the first generation of hot mics, <laughs> but you were in the same room as them, which just made it even better. So if you had the chance, would you go back and play Halo Reach with them again? If I could go back in time, yes. You wouldn't do it now? now. No, Halo, Halo Reach. They changed it so much from when it first came out to now. Where it's, it's not, not Halo Reach anymore. It's not. You used to be able to download maps and everything that people have made and play custom games on. Whereas now, that's not there anymore. Since yeah. they changed it to um, the anniversary. So it's not the same game to you. No, it's not the same game anymore. No. Alright, now here's a question that I am really eager to find out He's what not, you think. Are you done? <laughs> Probably not. Uh, have you had your little input now? Can I ask a question? Go on then, if you must. <laughs> <laughs> the suspense. In everything to do with gaming, every single aspect of gaming, what is the one thing you love the most above all else? Me. I don't know how many times I've got to say this. Will you shut up and let him answer? 
That's gonna be the same question that I've answered twice this already. And oh, that is just the community. Making a community, that is what I thrive for. Because if you ain't, if you can't play with people, support each other in what they're doing, then you're just playing solos and getting dicked, uh, getting messed on all the time, should I say. Yeah, the solo queue experience in most games nowadays is not great. You want that friendship where you can be like, yo, you fancy jumping on Halo at some point? Yeah, I'll jump on right away. Goodbye. See that, buddy. All right, and there is one last question in this section that I I want to ask you that Pixie came up with. This is one of her questions. Oh, no. Nice. So, Pixie question. Pixie question of the podcast. Yes. Yes? Yes. PQP. Pixie's question of the podcast. Are you ready? PQP. I like that. The PQP. If you could choose any gaming world to live in, which one would it be? Ooh. Ooh. PQP is a good question. I know what yours would be. Pixie's would be Ratchet and Clank, without a doubt. Of course. I would have to say Skyrim. I'm shocked he didn't say Assassin's Creed. Me, it'd be days gone. I would pick Skyrim. Why I think you, I'd do all right in a, sky, in a zombie apocalypse. <laughs> why, why would you cool, pick Skyrim? I don't, I've never played Skyrim, so I would not know. So t t you have to explain to someone so that's not it's played like it. So it's like medieval and magic. Shush your face. Talking to him. So, <laughs> <laughs> there's so much you can do in Skyrim, and it's such an underrated game, even though it's over a decade old. Like that is one of my top games, but not my best game. But Fair enough. There, there's always something to do. You can literally walk around the whole map, and you just jump into either a side quest or you can just loot whatever you want in the area, sort of thing. And now, I've not really spent more than a couple of hours with that game, but is it true what they say? There is literally always something to do in that game. Yeah. Is one maybe, of those. Fair it, enough. It's one of them where you may be walking around like you're bored, but it's because there's so many missions and side quests you do. It's a lot of travelling, don't get me wrong, but you can be bored of doing stuff constantly if you're not like inclined to constantly do side quests and whatnot. Like some people were like campaign orientated, so what's campaigns over? You've got a ton of side quests and you can't be bothered. But yeah, there is always something to do with Skyrim. And Sorry, I'm just going to say, I'm watching our little girl watching YouTube and she's watching Fails. My kid at six years old is watching Fails. <laughs> so our kid. <laughs> <laughs> right, well... That was now, quite interesting. I did not think you would say that. This is the... Much news section now news now I've, I've been looking at looking it's looking at these news stories and there's a couple there's one that really started to trigger pixie so i'm going to get that one done first oh fuck's sake here we go start me off again i'm not starting you up again i want the question's going to start me off again no it's not yeah, it is. right she <laughs> feels very passionately about it very passionate I can <laughs> now recently well I say recently the end of last year 
there was a girl she's called I'm Jasmine on Twitch she was streaming she's a Canadian streamer and she was sexually, assault, sexually assaulted live on stream while she was having a holiday or vacation whatever you want to call it in Osaka in Japan and the guy groped her and then proceeded to try again and again and she was live streaming it all before she started thinking I'm gone I might be live streaming like thousands of people are seeing this but I've already got a camera a camera's not going to fucking protect me so she made a brisk escape but he followed her for a couple of blocks before giving up and uh, managing to get away now luckily that's all that happened it didn't get any more serious but the bit that really pissed me off and the bit that triggers Pixie is the fact that there are pictures of her in that live stream she wasn't re like wearing anything too overly revealing or anything like that yeah but there were a lot of her viewers that decided to start blaming her saying it's because of what you're wearing it's because you're attractive and that pisses me off why the fuck should a woman be penalized for being attractive and be like I can i just jump in Hang on. yeah, go yeah on, i just want your thoughts on that story what what do you think right woman is being sexually abused on stream right? yes any of the viewers thought to try and contact the authorities to be fair, fifty like fifty percent of them were all saying, "Get away from him! Call the cops! Do all this lot." But then it that's was, her losing, yeah, focus on the guy and looking at her phone. Yeah, but the other half were going, "Well, it was your fault." No, what he's trying to say is, did anyone in her stream get hold of the police in Japan? I don't know. I right. didn't say anything in the news story that I was reading. Because I didn't even think of that. <coughs> Neither did I, but. Yeah, there was, I know the police over in Japan are really good and yeah. they're really strict. They've got one of the highest conviction rates over there and stuff like that. It's just what triggers me on it and is there, there are lads out there and they stream topless without yeah. their tops on. But they don't get penalised for it. They don't get sexualised for it. They don't get fucking touched up for it. But just because a girl wants to go around in clothes that make her feel pretty, make her feel comfortable, yeah, she had a short skirt on. You didn't see anything. It wasn't even that short. No, it was just above the knees. Yeah. She didn't have a short top on revealing anything. She had a tank top on. Everything was covered. He was a prick. Yes. Now, I'm sorry. If I if I ever go on camera, it won't happen. But no, I won't go in all these skimpy tops. I'll be streaming in my dressing gown because that's what I normally stream in. Yeah. But why should... Another thing is, is how many of them viewers are there for her content or because of what she looks like? Exactly. Exactly right. No. And I reckon the ones that are saying you shouldn't award that da, 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 are the ones that are only there because, yeah, she might wear some skimpy outfits on stream and that's what gets them going. Yeah. Yeah, but you've got the other and ones that are there that are just there for her content. Exactly. And this is the thing with twi Twitch being so socially, um, sexually explicit in the way they hot do things. Streams. With the, exactly, the hot tub streams and whatnot. Where they've allowed it. Yeah. women are now I'm not saying this is my view I'm just saying in general women are trying to use the system on Twitch 
yes or subs by dressing in skimpy outfits and that and that is wrong because then you get the content creators the female content creators that are not body confident in themselves that feel ashamed that are then underlooked because of the way these streamers are yeah and this is where i think it's unfair like you're gonna you want to use a camera on your stream because you want people to know who it is on the other side of the screen playing that game but because it's so involved with nowadays everything is so sexually explicit in the way people try and get money revenue that only fans isn't enough they're trying to sit their ass on twitch pretend to play a game and just sit there jiggling about like no that's not gaming Mate, <clears throat> there are women on there right now doing what they class as ASMR videos, licking a microphone. Yeah, they, while they're in they bikinis. Getting, yeah, they were getting banned for that though. Well, yeah. they were meant to be getting banned for that. But now, this I don't criticise them. I I think they are earning a mint by doing that. So every credit to yeah, them. To but clean. that is only going to ever attract one type of viewer. Yeah, you don't need to be in a bikini yeah. to do it, do you? No. No. Sorry, you don't sorry. need to sit then... there with half your fucking tits hanging out, streaming. If you're a good enough gamer and your ton- content is brilliant, they will come. Exactly. But this is where people are trying to look for easy growth, easy money. And they think, well, I can get this out and do this. Yeah. I might get a bit of hate, but it is what it is. But the love's going to outweigh the hate because I've got this out on stream. It's like Tash. Every yeah. time I've gone into her, to, and Tash, if you're listening, Bob. But every time, every time I go into her stream, she ain't got nothing on display. No, and her content is great. It's the same with Lulu, one Lulu of the lovely, best yeah. players on Apex in the world, and you will never see her putting revealing clothes on. In fact, I think she purposely goes out of her way to make sure her clothes aren't revealing. Yeah. Because it's not the right place. I watched one of, her, vi- I watched one right of her videos where she was replying to somebody in her, sh- well, somebody that put a comment on one of her YouTube videos, saying that I think you should show more. So she yeah. stood up and she had a long sleeve top on. And she stood up, pulled her sleeve up, and go my arm, and then pulled her sleeve back down. And she went, "What's your problem? I wear what I want to wear, not for you." Precisely. This is where people now don't realize the one who streams is the one in control of the channel exactly this is why i will not i will not go on cam the viewer does not control your channel if they're not watching it's only one person so what you're going to make yourself uncomfortable be someone you're not dressing in skimpy outfits because of one person no it's your channel you don't need that at the end of the day exactly. it's your channel your brand your content you feel happy with what you do That's so right. i think hang on so i think our answer to that would be you do you yeah. and all those little pricks that said it was because of what you're wearing that is no excuse that is not a reason for to someone, someone to up. sexually assault you but it's like me turning around to Nick and going, "Well, your next stream, I want you. To, I want you to take all your clothes off and do it naked." Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, bro. <laughs> right. So there we go. That's that one sorted. Now, 
a little fun tidbit of information for you. I'm having some of my coffee to work this Now, coffee. as you know, Square Enix, the developer for games... Square Enix. Yeah, for games like... On one end of the scale, Just Cause, and on the other end of the scale, the most popular, being Dragon Raider. Quest, and Tomb Raider, and Final Fantasy. Watch Dogs. Well, because of the, the company being so huge, obviously, for the major franchises, they're always going to reveal and sell merch. Now, we've got people like Unaleska, a really, really good passionate Final Fantasy and old JRPG kind of uh, games streamer and she is also the biggest Final Fantasy merch collector that I know however I found out earlier that there is now something that has been released by Square Enix which made me giggle and I'm not gonna lie We've all heard of ice cube trays. You can put water in them, shove them in the freezer, and you will get ice cubes out. Simple. Did you know that... <laughs> I cannot actually believe I'm saying this. Did you know that Square Enix have now just rele uh, released a tray where you can pour water into it, put it in the freezer, and then when you take it out, you've got an ice... Buster Sword from Final Fantasy 7. I suppose it's one way to make money. You can now <laughs> get an, well, it's not, I would say an ice cube tray, but it's not a cube, is it? So, an ice tray where you can make solid ice Buster Swords from Final Fantasy 7. I just think that's so fucking unusual that it's one of those collector's items that people are going to go, yeah, I've got to have that. Could you imagine rocking up to Comic-Con with that sword? Guys, I've got five trays. Keep them in the freezer every hour. I'll be back to grab a new one. Yeah. <laughs> you know when they say, I have a slice of lemon on the side of your glass? What are you going to look like when you put a buster sword into your glass? <laughs> it's just... I would make a little um, pivot in it and then just like put the sword as if you're putting it in your mouth and just pour the drink on it <laughs> yeah it, it, it would be something like that it's just yeah I think that's amazing we need I, to find out I how really much that is it. because we need to get one <laughs> it's going to be expensive I can guarantee you that it's alright I need it right well also not another big bit of information Final, uh, not Final Fantasy, Resident Evil. Resident Evil. We are all very aware of how much of a success Resident Evil has been just recently with the new iteration in Village. Mm -hmm. Did you know that it is now the best selling Resident Evil of all time after selling a staggering uh, 4.5? Five million copies worldwide. Do you know what? I am not fucking surprised. Yeah. Everybody has been buying it and playing it to death. There's already people that have said, yeah, I've completed it like ten times. We will be getting it. Yeah, we will be getting it. And that is why I'm trying to keep out of the, the spoilers. But I just thought that was a really good bit of information and I wanted to say this Capcom 
Well played, mate. Congratulations on making a truly superb game that obviously people are absolutely adoring. I I cannot wait it? to play it myself. Did that? Hello. Have you played it? What one? Village. No, I've I've not even finished my um. Other Seven. One. Yeah, right. I started to play through and I kind of um. Didn't go back to it. Why? I need to. I don't know. I think where I was um. I don't even know what I was doing personally. Yeah. I will be going back to it though. I didn't enjoy it. I will be getting village. Also, I wanted your thoughts. There's two more stories I want to cover. I wanted your thoughts on this. There is now a Mario 64 game auction that is going and it has a minimum limit of $100,000 for an unsealed, uh, for a, not unsealed, for a completely sealed Mario 64 N64 game. And this has come after an auction that happened for the original Super Mario Brothers in a sealed box going for $660,000. Yeah, man. Sorry. I don't know why I'm smiling so It much, was yeah, uh, done by, you might have heard of them, Heritage, the auction company. Yes. It's oh, a yeah. very prestigious auction company over probably in the why States. I've not heard of them then. Uh, they're called Heritage. They sold the original Super Mario Brothers for six hundred and sixty thousand dollars, and now they've got a minimum limit at the one hundred thousand mark for this N sixty four Mario. So I want to ask you a question: Are we taking bets? How much do we think this Mario sixty four game is going to go for? Eight hundred fifty thousand. Pixie's locked in at 850,000. Go on. I reckon just under a mil. I've got to admit, if I was going for it, I'd say 950. Okay. 950,000. I, I personally think they're just ruining the gaming industry with all of this. But it's a major collectible as well. Brand new, still boxed, sealed. Do you want to hear something interesting as well? I was right on Facebook this morning. A Skyrim game. That's been sold for six hundred pounds. I know it's not a lot. Why? Exactly. <coughs> Why? Because what, what it was is one the of whole... the original Skyrims, like Sky, like when it first came out. But what possesses someone to spend six hundred pounds on a game that they can get for thirty, forty quid in the shop? Because it's a collectible, and yeah. this is where. People are now selling Pokemon cards like legend, like yeah, the rarest cards. ones and stuff like They're that. Making so much money, but people only bought that for a couple of quid. And in yeah. return, you're now ruining because this is a thing with, which happened with the consoles. This is all one vicious circle is people are going to start hoarding and collecting and selling everything for more than the value it is actually worth. And then it, the consoles when they first got released, PS5 and Series X and Series S, nowhere had them in stock, but people are selling them at a thousand pound a pop. I think that, it, I, I have seen that and I think it's disgusting. 
Exactly. Because it stops but people like me. I can understand one. it though. Yeah, but seriously. I don't like scalpers. You only need one PS5. Unless you've got gamers I, in I the house. I cannot stand scalpers. But these collectors, they've got like the entire series of consoles or the entire. Yeah, if they go one I, on each console, then fair I, enough. But I've when got nothing but five. respect for them. But yeah, there's no need for them to scalp it and use so many. Now, all it takes is for one idiot to be like, well, if they're making a mint off this, I can buy five, six, seven, eight of them, and then I'll be basically tripling my profit to then do it again and again and again. And it's like, well, what about the people that actually trying to save the a year or two years up for this console and you're charging double because there's a pandemic and you think you can mug people off yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm with him on that one uh, yeah, I completely agree scalpers there's a reason it's become illegal to scalp over in this country now and yeah I agree with it wholeheartedly right the last story of the podcast who here likes The Witcher on Netflix yes I've not watched it yet <gasps> oh mate you need to watch it it's on my list it's been on my list for the past year put it Hem, is it Henry Cavill I yeah. think that's his name Henry Cavill Superman yes he's a giant gaming nerd if you don't yes. already know he was a major oh. Warcraft fa fan who nearly missed up uh, messed up getting the Superman role simply because he was playing Warcraft at the time yeah <laughs> And he also well, has, I don't think many people know this, he does have a disability. Yep. But he doesn't stop it, him from doing what he does, which is acting and being a gamer. Well, for me personally, I really enjoyed the Witcher series and it made me want to go back and revisit the actual game and give it a little bit more time along with everyone telling me yeah it's really good you shouldn't have quit playing it so quickly and yeah I'm having a lot of fun with it to be completely honest and getting a whole background behind the story was amazing well I am happy to say that as of the 17th of December this year Series 2 is going to be airing. You heard it You heard it here you, first. You heard it here. Yeah, you heard it here. You heard it here. <laughs> you heard it here first. <laughs> oh, you didn't. But, <laughs> but yeah, this, this is, is, is the you first you know about it, you heard it here first. So, yeah. I am really looking forward to that. Just before Christmas as well, I've got a feeling unless they release it one week at a time, I'm going to binge watch all we. of them. Well, yeah, we. We. I get to say my Sorry. appetite for Yennefer again. Oh, no, 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 no. Yeah. Fuck I'm sorry. My uh, first. I'm sorry, but Henry Cavill for Geralt, or Geralt, he's just. He was amazing. I think that was the perfect casting for him. I really do. And I can't remember her name, but the woman that they got playing Yennefer, again. Nom, nom, nom. Sorry. yeah definitely <laughs> Sorry. she is gorgeous and she fits the bill perfectly I cannot get over them purple eyes I fucking adore them purple eyes why can't humans have purple eyes I'll go and get some contacts alright <laughs> yeah can you make a sound little of you going nom 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 I absolutely 
adored the first series. I'm really looking forward to seeing the second series. Now, yeah. only one last thing to do. It's come to that time in the podcast, my friends. Shout out time. Pixie, take it away. Who's your shout out going to be today? Uh, you don't know, do you? No. Come back to me. Come back okay. to me. Nick, what about you? Ah! Sorry, wrong one. <laughs> um, <laughs> right. Microphone warning, microphone warning. <laughs> mic check, mic check. So, I've been spending quite a lot of time in this person's stream. You most probably already know it. But this person, by far, has amazed me quite a bit. And this is why we need more people like him. He is, he doesn't stream for himself. He streams for a charity. He is so selfless. He's always thinking about others. Even when he should be thinking of himself. His mind is always worrying on everything, everyone else. Um, he, there's so much I can say about it. But like, he's such an amazing guy. And his Twitch channel isn't personal. It's for an amazing charity. I know I've already said this, but like, the words can't come out. But yeah, I think it's I J know. underscore yeah. TTG. The, the legendary. The say it is because he knows this charity so well. Right? He's had... He, he knows many people with mental health disorder or yeah. mental health you know I don't want to say yeah people who are su- people yeah. who are suffering yeah so internally is, yeah so he's done an amazing job with it so far and his link will be in the description down below where you can do your cut, cut, cut yeah definitely I'll make sure and we will also put their discord server yeah the well. hope discord server yeah uh, just an amazing place to go to if you are struggling yourself and you need a little bit of extra help and let's be honest guys if you are struggling and you want some help but you don't like to ask for help come on please don't suffer in silence go to the Trust server us. Don't, don't, yeah. not, don't just come to the TGF go to their server as well there is a tab on the server as well which has no judgment like in the TGF yes. where yes. you can say your mind and not be judged and if you would like input on it then you can ask for input and ways to speak about it not help you but like to vent so you can feel like you can talk to someone and gain their trust that way You can. yeah also there's already been a few conversations on there that I am really pleased to see that all the TGF came together and said we're there, we're here for you and there is is another thing on the Hope server which I really like, a daily check-in where you don't even have to talk, you don't have to say anything you can just put a heart emoji and depending on the colour it depends on whether you're great that day, whether you're okay, whether you're, you're okay but you you don't really want to talk and then whether you're struggling or you need help and 
it's a nice way of putting it out there yeah i'm not having a good day this is one of my bad days and you don't have to explain to anyone and then jay himself can go as a oh, private message are, and say a, do you need me there do is you a need few help? other people there that if you need it they will come into your dms and you can have a private chat there i had a bad week a couple of weeks ago when it comes to work i lost a couple of residents and they were there yeah they they come to me rather than me going to them but if you do get chance please go and check out jay's stream he is one of the nicest blokes you will ever meet yeah he really is and i will second that and i'm pretty sure that nick's gonna third it <laughs> damn right he was at my stream at the beginning for the 24 hour and he was as there at the end <laughs> as soon as he woke up first thing in the morning he were there he were there <laughs> checking up on me throughout the day while he was working he was checking in on me seeing if i was doing all right mentally and physically because you know 24 hour streams can make you tired exactly and now yeah for me for me personally i want to do a little double one because it's not allowed Wait, we could do double yeah it didn't tell us that did you it didn't specify this information yeah, on my, no, well, my question one. list there was only one you know that's not fair you did not say that we could have two you're not allowed yeah, to yeah. you have one you save the other one for next week all right i'll <laughs> save the other one for next week <laughs> well now i'm curious as to who it is yeah so am i fuck it who is it <laughs> well, double one, eh? they're both for the same game technically right, go on oh i know who it is it's two people that are an absolute inspiration to me and to a lot of people out there regarding beat saber you knew it was beat saber you just know it, didn't you? One of them is a wonderful guy called Danny Comer. Danny! I have Danny. met... I met him via a Beat Saber stream that I did before I knew how amazing he was at that game. That guy, he definitely, definitely needs more subs over on YouTube than he has currently got. And he needs some more follows on twitter of course he is breaking records literally every week i guarantee you're going to probably get a video where he's just broke another record on that game and he is amazing at it he's an absolute inspiration to me and off camera and everything like that he is just a really really genuinely nice guy and i am really proud to call him a friend so I that'd be my main shout out. But as a little a little extra, I want Fire Luke to get a bit of a shout out as well because he's Ooh. another great guy on Beat Saber and he's a great guy as well. He is. He and really he's, is. He's very genuine guy. And these two guys, they are amazing. They are breaking records, they're getting high top ten scores guaranteed most of the time firsts in the world and they don't have that many subs i, I know luke has a, a lot more than coma but they deserve so many more they should be mega popular and i genuinely believe that they should be mega popular but they're just not so yeah go and check them out people if you like beat saber because i guarantee you you will not regret it there you go never mind woo woo that's so that's it that's the end what about pixies you how give rude a, you give a shout out to who she didn't she was thinking oh you were thinking you've yeah. got a brain yeah. like a fucking sieve 
taking two and then skipping the wife. Isn't it? It's nicked mine, isn't it? Uh, no, it's not oh. a brain like a sieve, it's like a colander. <laughs> Big holes. <laughs> well, my shout out is to the one and only Chill Fun Guy. Oh, yes! <laughs> yes! I need to say no more. Yes, I had to um, DM him last night as well. Why? Our Australian friend. He's had two shout outs in this podcast so far now. Yes, well, he's, he's just a legend. He's so supportive. He's he always is. in the stream. And he was there for my first 12 hours of the stream. He, yeah. he kept you company, uh, didn't he? Well, everyone else was in bed. Exactly. And that's why I had to DM him as well, just to he, show appreciation. He is in every time any one of us streams. He's there, whether he's just lurking and he's eating his breakfast. Because <laughs> he's yeah. food mad. <laughs> he's yeah. always nine hours ahead of us. So it's yes. hard because when we stream, he's either asleep or waking up to have breakfast. Yeah. Yeah. Nine times out of ten, it's morning for us. It's evening for yeah. him and vice versa. So, if we're going to do chill, can we mutually, all three of us, give a little mini shout out to his good friend, Chrissy. Empress, Chrissy. 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 Yeah. We love you, Chrissy. And, in, and slightly off of that, Aussie. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> right, that's it, my friends. That's the end of the podcast. Sarah? Nick, it's been an absolute pleasure. Sarah? No, it's. Can I get a. My hey, pleasure. Of knowing you two. Can I do a quick... Sorry. Yes, go I, for I, it. I want to take a little segment because I'm awesome. Um, <laughs> go guys, for it. I've been shouting out praises to Pixie and Gamester on every platform I can. And there's no better way to do it on their no, podcast. No, These two are amazing, awesome people. They are so supportive, whether you're in your high place or your low place. They're always there to talk. GameStar has done so much okay, with his brands from podcasts to YouTube clips to streaming on YouTube to streaming on Twitch and becoming an affiliate and coming so far and Pixie as well being the zombie queen slaying at that while doing the occasional Beat Saber and giggling. Here, here. Here, here. But yeah, guys, these guys are amazing people and the family they've put together, not even put together, the family that have come to them, the TGF, is one amazing community. And if you're not already, please join the Discord. Because you will know why once you join, how awesome and amazing these people are. If it wasn't for them, all the people in the Discord wouldn't be together right now. Oh, you are so... Right, Damn. just just so you know, because obviously you can't see. Pixie's crying. Uh, she's teared up guys. She's emotional. I've got a bit of a lump in my throat, but she's teared up. Did my makeup you toss pot? Good. <laughs> I told you I'm gonna now, break you. The reason for this <laughs> is simple. Him, not me. Because it does it means the world to us. And when we see other people succeeding because of us going out there and going, go and check them out, trust me. It just gives us that little buzz. And when I'm we see people get popular because of it, it's just, yeah. I'm used to doing that, not having it back. Yeah. And so, this yeah. is the reason why in my answers I said about community. Because these guys are living proof. You can have an awesome community just by jumping in people's streams and talking. 
it just means the world to us, doesn't it? Obviously, she's she's tearing <laughs> up. Sorry, Pex, but no, you're not. <laughs> it means the world to us because this is what we've always wanted for the TGF. They don't the, like it when they get the support, but I like to give it to them because it makes them also feel that they can have the effects of what the group does for others on themselves. And that is why it's such an amazing group. But that we're not that we're not here for that. No, but you deserve it. But that's why he's done it. Yeah. GameStar and Pixie appreciation. Hashtag exclamation TGF pride guys. <laughs> you Nick. Thank you no. so much for joining us on this Thank podcast, you. mate. It's no been worries. it's been an absolute pleasure getting to know you that little bit better than we previously did and that's what I'm doing this podcast for it's to bring people together shine a light on content creators and streamers that you wouldn't normally have known that's what the shout outs are all about and stuff like that guys one thing I have got to say about this podcast if you liked it if you think it's worthy enough can you please share it with your friends with your family make sure that they share it as well because it's only via doing that that we can get this podcast to grow and hopefully evolve into something a little bit more a bit like the TGF we are (laughs) wanting it to become a hotbed for people who can come together yeah people who can come together come together and find others i've got the similar interests genuine people and one thing i will say there is a no judgment chat in our discord server for a reason we do not abide by cheaters we do not abide by racists or bullies or anyone who's going to belittle you because you don't share the same views i couldn't even give a shit if you're part of the flat earth crew that is what i'm going to say i don't agree with it i don't think the earth's flat but if you think it's flat fair play to you you crack on mate i'm not here to criticize you for your beliefs i am here to see what your loves are when it comes to gaming in general so i really do not care where you're from how you live what your beliefs are if you love gaming then i love you simple as all of the descriptions for all the shout outs and everything will be wherever they need to be yeah as i said at the beginning i'm not going to be able to put an active link so you'll have to copy and paste the text but other than that i hope that you lovely lot have enjoyed this podcast it's been an absolute pleasure to make it yet again we will be back next week Hopefully, I'm not going to mention on the podcast who we want. I was going to go and contact that person shortly. But we're want, me and Pixie both agree we're wanting a certain individual to come onto this podcast. And hopefully, I'll give you one clue. He that's the clue. will be able to do it. <laughs> that's the only clue. Yeah, that's the only clue. It's a he. It's not it's a, a woman. She. Oh, it's a man. It's a he. <laughs> he. He. Don't, don't. Stay tuned and find out next week on the TGF podcast. We need to clip that. We need to use that. (laughs) (laughs) I I am going to say two deluse because I need to go to the toilet to sort my face out because it's now ruined with the crying. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, bro. Whoever made her cry.
for you. Oh, no. I know. That bloody the leech. Liberty. I have to have words with that leech, you know. Do it. <laughs> 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 so, I say toodaloos. This is me, Gangster, signing off. And thank you for joining us, Leech. You're welcome. It's been an honour. Until next time, my friends, we will bid you a fond farewell and see you in next in week's next po- podcast. <laughs> see you next time, guys. Adios.